I do. So I'm just going to say a little bit um, for the episode. So welcome back to my third episode of Hats Off Podcast, where I come to this space and take off all of my mini hats and share, you know, myself and my experience. guys and growing as well and today one of the things that I had on my the 30 while 30 I made a list actually um, when I was 29 when I was about to turn 30 last year I made a list of 30 things that I wanted to do while I was 30 and this was one of them like trying to get more into the knowledge of wine Uh and like because I think how I got into wine so I had a housewarming, apartment warming three years ago, mm-hmm. and everybody bought me wine. And so all the wine that they brought me was red and dry. And okay. I was like, I had like seven bottles. And I'm like, what am I going to do with all this wine? Like, I don't like this wine. I like Moscato and like mm-hmm. sweet wines. And then I tried a glass and I was like, no, I definitely don't like this. And I was like, okay, but what am I going to do with all this? So I truck through and I was like just just get through one glass and then after that one glass I was like oh this ain't that bad and then I looked at the alcohol cocktail I was like wait a minute hold on <laughs> you telling me I can get lit off one glass of wine and I don't have to like one glass. so that's what got my love for red wine and so I ended up drinking all those bottles of wine absolutely so and this was like during COVID um so that's how I kind of got into wine. So then I, on my list, I was like, I definitely want to learn more about wine. Like, I don't know about becoming like a Somalia or anything, but like just really like getting to know the, um, the basics and as much as I can. Okay. Cause I also just want to sound cool. Like out at a party <laughs> or out at an event, like, oh yeah, my red wine, because this is 1960. I don't know. So <laughs> So that's a little bit why I set this up today. So I have my friend Asia here and she's going to probably tell you all about herself. I'm going to make her do like an intro, but we are doing a wine tasting today and she is going to be the host and I am, it looks amazing. Um, I wish I could like record this for y'all, but my camera um, just, it just wasn't meant to record it so that I can upload this on YouTube, but we have the audio, so we'll get started. So Feel free. And Taylor is supposed to be joining us, but she says she's running late. So that is absolutely fine. We can okay. catch up to see. Perfect. Well, I'm Asia. I consider myself a wine enthusiast. Okay. I like to take the intimidation out of wine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because wine is supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be a snobby mm-hmm, type mm-hmm. of experience. Mm-hmm, wine mm-hmm. is all about your experience, how you want to drink wine. It should not be something that's intimidating and only for certain types of people. And my wine brand is about meeting people where they're at when they're drinking wine. Mm-hmm. Getting them the basic knowledge without them having to feel like, okay, this is too much for me. As well as providing wines that are accessible to wine drinkers. Mm-hmm. So, you ever been to a wine tasting or been out at a restaurant and you're trying wines or you order wine, a glass of wine, you're like, oh, this is good. But you can't go to the grocery store and probably find mm-hmm. that bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. how does that work for you? So typically what happens is I end up just having to go to certain places that like I know if I want a good wine for a certain price, I'm going to go to Aldi or I'm going to go to Trader Joe's, mm-hmm. which there's more Aldi around than Trader Joe's. 
Um, or I can go to like Giant Eagle or a certain type of place, but like if I want a specific kind, like I I'm not I just really just go to those two stores because I exactly. know they have what, what you, I'm looking for. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so that is my brand. Mm-hmm. I am doing private wine tastings where I go to the store mm-hmm. and I go to grow, uh, Giant Eagle, Trader Joe's, Target, Aldi's, wherever they sell wine at a grocery store that are that is accessible to my clients, my friends. Because I want to be like, hey, I got this at Trader Joe's mm-hmm. and you can find this is a Trader Joe's only wine. Yeah. And it's this, that I, this and that. But if you go to a winery, you can't, you're not always able to go to that winery. Right, right. So I want to bring wines that are in our grocery stores mm-hmm. to people to taste. That way, when you go to the wine, mm-hmm. uh, when you mm-hmm. go grocery shopping, you're like, oh, my girl, show me that wine. Yeah. I remember that. I tried yeah. that. And then maybe when we do go to the wineries, it could be like a little treat. Like, okay, exactly. I'm going to prepare myself to actually like take a wine home, home. because I know I may exactly. not find it. Okay. Exactly. And so. That's my whole purpose of wine tasting is mm-hmm. taking the intimidation out, meeting people where they're at, and finding wines that are accessible for people so they can go get it mm-hmm. on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to start our wine tasting. Feel free to Yay. jump in this charcuterie board. Oh, yes. There is a fabulous charcuterie board, or like the kids call it charcuterie board. <laughs> yes. um, it's beautiful. It's grapes. There's crackers. There's cheese. Y'all know. But she, she's laid it out. It looks amazing. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, look, I'm not artistic anyway. So I'm oh, actually no. throwing stuff this on the board great. and just throwing it. No, this but is we're going to start. Feel free to dig in. There's water right here. Okay. If you need to dump anything, let me know. But I'm not a dumper person. I'd rather just drink it and mm-hmm. then deal with it. Because mm-hmm. I don't like to waste wine. Yes. But I definitely understand if you want to. Oh, we're not going to waste no wine today. <laughs> You ain't gonna have that problem with me today. All right, so Nautica has requested to do all red wines, mm-hmm. and so today we're gonna do four different red wines. And I was so excited because when you said red wines, I said right up my alley. <laughs> yes, I know perfect. what we're about to do. I love um, red wines. And we're gonna start. So the first wine that we're gonna we are going to start with is Villa M. Mm-hmm. It's an Italian wine. Sweet red, and it has five percent alcohol by volume. But as you see, we're gonna gradually kind of increase in taste. We're gonna slide our way into Mm -hmm. this tasting today. But I have this chilled Mm -hmm. because I particularly love this chill. It's a Mm -hmm. red, sweet red wine. Has a little sparkling to it. If you know anything about me, I'm not huge on sweet wines at all. Mm -hmm. But I do have my favorites, and this is one of my favorites. Okay. Okay. I'm from Italy. Has a little fizz to it. Now, the sweet wine, the sweet red wine that I typically go for is, of course, Cooper's Hawk, like Romance Red. Or the other equivalent one. I love those. Or like their cranberry wine. Oh. And one of the things I went to Napa this past year. Oh, I, I saw that. Y'all, okay, first of all, <laughs> I heard all about it. First hand. I heard that the itinerary was amazing. Oh, I heard all you. about the brunch. Yes, I heard all the about the actual pictures. Oh my gosh. One of my goals and on my definitely to do list. And this was your birthday. Yes, it was my 30th birthday. So every five years. The plan is to visit major mm-hmm. wineries. Mm-hmm. So for my 25th birthday, I went up to Geneva oh, on the lake yeah. and went up to Madison to try 
Their wine, 30th birthday. Of course, gotta go back, right? Absolutely. 35th, you better catch me in Italy, okay? Oh <laughs> yes, that's the so, amazing thing. So, that is the plan for the wines. But okay. this is Villa M. Okay. And so, before you taste the wine, okay. we're going yes. to use our senses, right? Yes. That's so, first, okay. we're going to look at the wine. Okay. We're going to look at the color. Okay. When you look at the color of the wine, what do you see? So this looks like it's red, of course, but it looks Let's like... Let's start using a little bit more adjectives, right? So we know it's red. So it looks kind of like... It reminds me of cranberry. It's a little... Okay. Red. It's not dark. It's, okay. It, it, it's kind of... Yes, I can kind of see red. through the red. Yes. Exactly. Um, I do see bubbles. Yes. So you have um, this Italian-based wine. So for this one, it's going to be a little bit... Bubbly and has okay. some fizz to it. So again, that's why I had it chilled. Perfect. And I think it has the best of flavors, all right? Okay. okay. All right. The next thing we're going to do, we want the aroma to mm -hmm. open up, right? Mm -hmm. So before we stick our noses, our beautiful black noses, <laughs> into our wine, yes. we have to open it up, right? Okay. So let's do a little swig, right? Okay. And you want to make part. sure you want to have it at the base. So like this? Nope, right here. This is fine. Oh, okay. Or you can do that. Okay. Because what you don't want to do, you don't want to hold your wine glass here because it's going to warm the wine up. Correct. Right. So from so what you're saying is you don't want to hold the wine glass by the bowl because the temperature from your hand changes the temperature of the exactly. wine. Exactly. Okay. Yes. I, I found that out on Pinterest. <laughs> yep, so you want to do a nice little swoosh. Okay. And let the aromas hit the air. Right. How long should I do this for? I think that's about good. You okay. might open it up, right? Okay, and then I just go ahead and smell. You want to put your nose in it. In the glass? In the glass. Oh, that smells so good. I never do it all the way. I just kind of do it like mm -hmm. a little. You got to uh, put your nose in the glass. It's your mind. We're diving what are you into this. Do? I don't know. I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> so, ooh, next I like thing that. I want you to do now is go ahead and give yourself a, a nice sip. Of wine. Make sure to get it on your tongue. Oh. Don't don't swallow it immediately. Okay. You want to taste it. Blushing of raspberry. Mm -hmm. I got the raspberry. Mm -hmm. Nice strawberry. So we're talking about our sweet, juicy red. Absolutely. Fruit. Absolutely. I taste that. It's amazing. This is good. Try it again. Oh my goodness. So when we think of high end sweet red wine. Right? For me, Villa M does it. This is so good. It's Italian wine. Mm -hmm. And it has a nice fizz, so it's good for in the morning time, afternoon time, oh, dinner time. Don't tell me I can drink the wine in the morning now. Perfect wine in the morning. Okay. I'm mean, like, why you told me I can drink, drink the wine, wine in the morning? morning. Okay? <laughs> but it's definitely bursting with raspberries, mm -hmm. strawberries, mm -hmm. those bright I can taste red all of that fruit in there and the fizz and it's really light on your palate so mm -hmm. when you start thinking about wine and tasting wine how do it lay on your palate and when i'm talking about palate your tongue mm -hmm. right so is it does it sit on there a long time is it mm -hmm. heavy on there is mm -hmm. it only on there for a little bit i feel like this kind of lasted a little longer a little longer but it's also a light value so that means the it's lasting yeah. effect of your wine it's a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's not like thick or anything. Nope. It's very light. It's very light. Um, but I do feel like maybe the fizz makes it last a little bit longer, like the taste. Mm -hmm. But it, I think it's, I feel like that's a good thing because like then it makes me want to drink more of it. 
Right. And so when it comes to sweet red wines mm -hmm. or any sweet wines, anytime you start to drink it, you're going to be like, oh, I just want to keep drinking more like mm -hmm. juice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's yes. when you start to. That's when the. <laughs>
and it's an opinion winery too. Small batch versus big batch mm -hmm. wines, right? Mm -hmm. If you have a smaller batch of wines, that means that they're not producing very many of yeah. that bottle. Yeah. So of course it's gonna be it's a gonna little be bit more expensive. Expensive. Gotcha. And then a bigger batch of wine, this mm -hmm. may not be um, no. expensive, it's gonna be a little bit cheaper because, because it's more accessible. Accessible. Mm -hmm. So I think about um Beringer wines, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. B-E-R-I-N-G-E-R wines. Mm -hmm. Do I have a bottle? Yes. Somebody bought me this bottle of wine, main wine here, right? Pinot Grigio. Mm -hmm. I'm almost certain this bottle of wine right here is only maybe six, seven dollars, eight dollars, right? I don't like the wine at all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> However, when I was out in, out in Napa, they have a huge, huge vineyard. Mm -hmm. So they're able to produce, produce a yeah. lot mm -hmm. more wine mm -hmm. and get them out there for people to drink right and when i think about wine you got to go based on your budget right so if you're a person that don't drink a lot of alcohol mm -hmm. but you're mm -hmm. like okay i want to drink wine and i like wine and yeah yeah mellow good all that great stuff yeah. wanna go, go after yeah yeah absolutely i'm gonna buy wine to mm -hmm. my mm -hmm. pocket. to your pockets yeah so and i think that goes well with what you said earlier like wine is for everybody i mean you can i feel like you know with you being an enthusiast and like there's levels and you know obviously with this type of hobby there are higher values and mm -hmm. there are wines that cost like astronomical but just because that wine is astronomical doesn't mean it's better than yes. the one that's at your dave's or at your local yes, grocery exactly. store it just means how it's produced and you know the accessibility to it mm -hmm. Um, so that everybody can be a part of this. So that pairs well with exactly what you said earlier. Absolutely. That everybody can have a hand in it. So, yeah. And then before we leave this beautiful Villa M Wine, mm -hmm. if you, one of the terms that I learned when I was in Napa, if you want to revisit anything, just let me know. Okay. So you can revisit the yes, wine. I love that. <laughs> it sounds like a moment. I'm revisiting. One thing about Villa M, and while it has stuck with me, and I, it's one of my favorite sweet wines, is because in 2010, 11, mm -hmm. um, my mentor, rest in peace to, um, and God that, um, Bill Hicks, mm -hmm. he um, introduced me to Villa M, mm -hmm. and some of my closest friends at the time, like, it was a wine that he had out. It yeah. was like, hey, it's not that much alcohol in it. Yeah. You know, try it and see. And when I say we love that, so this was almost like 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, yes, that we were first introduced to mm -hmm. this wine. And it had just always stuck with me. Yeah. Uh, I, I love always that. have to get it. So when I drink it, it, it takes me back to that. To that memory. To yeah. that memory. And so I wine like is that. conversational. Wine mm -hmm. is, um, invokes memory and it's going to stay around a little bit longer. So with this particular wine, what would you suggest pairing with this? Yes. So because it's good right now with my cheese and crackers. Like, it's doing phenomenal. I always say it's a great appetizer wine. Okay. But when I first had um, Villa M, mm -hmm. it was at a barbecue. Mm. Oh. Hot dog. So Hamburger. Yes. Hamburgers. Mm -hmm. And it was the summertime. And it paired very well with that. Yeah. Okay. Very well. So for me, we love a backyard barbecue wine. Backyard barbecue. Get it out. Bring it out. Mm -hmm. Have it chilled. Yeah. You got some burgers on the grill. You got some hot dogs on the grill. I Perfect love for that. grill food. I love that. 
Okay, so then before we move to the next one, while we're talking about like etiquette of drinking the wine, you have these glasses here, and yeah. I know I spe specified red wine. Are these red wine glasses? So these are multi-purpose glasses. Okay, okay. Um, Will we be able to talk about like the differences between glasses or? Yes. Okay. I okay. think I have a few now. I mean, you don't have to show them because we don't got the footage <laughs> because my Adam did something so, with the camera. But no, it's okay. So. Um, yes, we can talk about the difference. So this is a multi-purpose wine. So when you go to different wine tastings, they're probably going to have like glasses that mm -hmm. are multi-purpose wines. Okay. Right? It's really good to have different glasses to bring out the aromas of your glasses okay. and the things that you are drinking. Um, I wish I had one of the glasses to show you when it comes to like the champagne flute, mm -hmm. different bowls for, um, different wine glasses that you can have, like, you know, a lot of wine snobs, they absolutely hate stemless wine glasses mm. because... Because of the holding of the, the holding, holding, right? Mm -hmm. Of course, me, I came out with my own wine glass, and the first glass was a stemless mm -hmm. wine glass. I like it because it aerates the wine on the top, right? Yeah. And so, okay. it's all about oxygen and yeah. marinating, so yeah. that's why wine glasses are important to okay. tastings. However, you don't have to be a big snob, mm -hmm. and you do not have to always go get all different glasses for your wine. Mm -hmm. Drink your wine how you See fit? I have both. And <laughs> let me tell y'all, I have two stemless um, wine glasses. And then I have a set of, like, red wine glasses. Mm -hmm. And, honey, I bought them from Walmart. Set of four for $10. I'm just saying. Yes. And, I, and that's why I'm trying to engage more people. You don't mm -hmm. have to spend a lot. Mm -hmm. Yes, the glass does matter. Mm -hmm. But you also want the glass to be cute. Yeah. But, yeah. And get the most out of it with your wine. So again, sometimes it does matter. You're not mm -hmm. going to drink red wine mm -hmm. or white wine straight out of a flute. Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. But I bet you didn't know this. The best way to drink champagne is not out of a flute. Oh, wow. No, I didn't know that. No, and I've been looking for these glasses. They're like coupes. Oh, yes. I yes. love those glasses. That is the best way mm -hmm. to drink champagne. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So, for my 30th birthday party, I had a, like, 1930s Renaissance theme. Mm -hmm. Um, And I wanted to buy the coupe glasses because all when I was on Pinterest and I was searching, like, Cotton Club and, like, mm -hmm. you know, them going out and doing events, it, there was a coupe glass with champagne and, a, like, a tower. Of course I wanted that, but that didn't happen. <laughs> but it's fine. It was it's still fine. cool. It's fine. Perfect. I did not know that. Yep, so that's the best way, in my opinion, mm -hmm. to drink champagne. And it's very hard for me to find. That's original back in the day how they were drinking champagne. Yeah. Out of, like, flutes. I mean, not flutes, but coupe. Out of the coupe glass. Yes. So, I'm thinking that being my coupes. third wine glass that I'm coming out with, I just have to find the perfect coupe. So, me. yeah, you kind of, like, casually threw that out there. So, you have wine glasses? You have yeah, your own wine glasses? Like, I do. These are not it, but okay. because my glasses are not for tasting. Mm -hmm. Um, However, I do. I have two glasses, and I, as we go through this case, and I'll okay. open up this one first. No problem. And then we can go. Um, I'll show you the glasses. Okay, no problem. I love my wine tools. Mm -hmm. I have a wine opener. I see you have the an electric but one. But I have an electric one, and let me tell you, it saves so much time. Because I lit, you know what? And they have a cutter to, to cut the top of it. Okay, so I don't know about the cutter. Okay. I didn't know how to use the, the electric one. Everybody knows. Like, it's like, how do I use this? Give me the barbaric one where you got to twist it and pull Those are good too to bring them mm -hmm. out, but I like it. Just look a little more fancier. Yes. So, 
Apothic Marlo, have you seen Apothic in stores? I have. What's like the one thing that you love? If you've seen this before, what stood out for you? So for me, I've not seen this blue color, but I've seen the red color. And that's the thing that stands out. Like the design is like kind of mysterious. Mm -hmm. Like it reminds me of like a Scorpio of the wine collection. Yes. So, because I'm a Scorpio. So. Ah! <laughs> Yes, I love the design of it. The yes. the red really pops in. Right, grab. So they have red, blue, purple, hmm. and that's why I kind of like it. Right? Okay, so yeah. When I go wine in the stores, if I can't figure out what I'm gonna get, I always play a little game with myself. Like, okay, today I'm gonna get this. Let's try to find this. Or I need something that's like, um, yeah. oh, fun. The best looking label mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that catches my eye like i've done that before to help yeah. me choose the ones that i'm getting if i'm like stuck or i don't want to go with my old faithful so that's the thing you can like you can look at the bottle and say oh i'm gonna like get this wine by how it looks yes I've people do that. that all the time i do that i, I feel like wait a minute maybe i shouldn't just be like going off of the package but if the package looks good like I know it seems so simple, right? So did you hear when it kind of like stopped? It had like two different sounds. Like yes. one sound didn't have another sound. Yes. And that's when I knew it was on it. And then when I'm holding it, and then it starts to get a little loose. Mm -hmm. And then that's when I know it's done. And then I can do it. And then you push the other button and pull it back. Up. Oh, and then you can pull the thing. Yep. Don't. It's okay. My mother, she don't know anything about it. She tried and she's just like. I'm team little corkscrew thingy, the original where you just kind of work it work with it to get it out so okay it's when worth it's history women on wine no i did not know that yes oh, debbie wow. she has this whole lot of wine mm -hmm. and so it's really mystical mm -hmm. and so that's why the first it kind of looks mm -hmm. like this is the red okay. and then one is like velvet mm -hmm. it's a red velvet it's mystical because she believes you know back in the day yeah prehistorical times or whatever wine was really age in like this mystical environment mm -hmm. and so she took that and decided oh i need to come on my own wines and i want to have a pothic uh -huh. and so i highlighted this last year from women's history month but the regular red blend wine not the marlot um, wow so i was recently given this marlot bot not this one but um a different one in the wine basket. And I was like, oh, I don't know, I'm Marlowe. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I like Marlowe. Why this not? This is, uh, every time I had it, mm -hmm. it was just extra dry. Mm -hmm. It's okay. not my favorite. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's just, and I'm actually going to, if you don't mind me tasting with you. Oh, no, I'm going to taste with you. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't do the Villa M because it just yeah. wasn't really for that today. Yeah, but no problem. I am gonna get down with this. Um, that's a pretty glass. So this is my glass. And, okay, <laughs> and that's why. This is the Makita. It's the second class uh, glass out of the Legacy Collection. Mm -hmm. um, it is bold, different, unique. Um, definitely good for your bold wines, mm -hmm. red wines, and or white wines. Mm -hmm. That way they can aerate a little bit more. You yeah. can see your legs on your wines. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes when we're drinking wine, it can just drip down. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. so this little area right helps here it helps it all to go in. Yes, instead of that. extra drip. So, yeah. 
All right, so we have the Merlot here, so I'm gonna look at it. So one of the things I want you to look at mm -hmm. this time around. Okay. Okay, the color is different from... Yes. We're getting more of a plum. Yes, yes. Dark. Much so it's dark. Mm -hmm. Dark, right? Yes. Um, but when you do the swirl this time, mm -hmm. swirl it around So and tell me what you see on your glasses. On your glass. Um, It's leaving like a little bit of a... I don't want to call it a residue, but like it's That's leaving, a good terminology for it. Yes. It's, it's leaving like a mark. <laughs> a layer. It's a leaving layer. a layer of wine where it's laying on the glass. And do we know, that's we call that legs. The oh. legs of the wine. Oh, wow. So this wine right here has 13.5% um, alcohol by volume. 13.5% mm -hmm. alcohol by volume. Oh, and that, that is what we see on our legs. Okay. So you mean to tell me <laughs> I can tell the alcohol percentage of a wine by its leg? Not necessarily the exact okay. percentage, okay, but, you but can see that it is very potent. Have a high that's what I, okay. alcohol okay. volume based on the legs of that wine. Okay. okay. I love this. I'm learning so much. <laughs> yes. So apothic. Merlot. Back to the story about how I don't like Merlots, right? Okay, right. Wine, right. wine tells a story. So, I was given this wine in a wine basket. And mm -hmm. I'm like, man, who wants to drink Merlot? Like, I don't want to drink a Merlot. Huh. And I'm like, man, we don't have any other wines in the house. And my husband, he always like, babe, you got plenty of wine. Mm -hmm. Look at my wine mm -hmm. wax mm -hmm. all over. You got plenty of wine. I'm like, yeah, but don't like your wine. I really don't want to, you know, yeah. Yeah. touch them. Yeah. He's like, well, you got this over here. So, I said, okay, I guess I'm going to have to drink that wine. Mm -hmm. So, I'm like, all right, I'm just about to deal with it. And then I opened it up. And you opened it up. And I put my nose in it. And mm -hmm. I'm like, uh, it tastes like wine. <laughs> Just I mean, it smells like wine. <laughs> Whatever. But then I taste it. Mm -hmm. And I have never tasted a Merlot mm. that has a sweet undertone. Ooh, okay, okay. And the sweet undertone comes from because it's jammy. It's a jammy Merlot. Mm, okay. So usually Merlots are a lot bitter, mm -hmm. but this is a medium body Merlot. Yeah. Very jammy, has blackberry notes. Okay. Hits of cocoa that. at the end. Yeah, yes. I'm smelling it. I'm, I'm getting it. <laughs> so try it out. All right. We're going to look for the blackberry. The lastly finish of cocoa. And maybe a sweet undertone. So there's definitely a little bit of a sweet undertone because I I can recognize when I do um, char not chardonnay um uh what is the other red wine? Why am I blanking? Uh, what is the? I cannot think. The other red wine is more dry than than the Merlot. Um, so Malbec. No. Cab? Yes. Cab. Um, the Cabernet is way more dry. It's like straight to the point dry. Most of them that I drink. So when I drink this, I can taste the undertone of a little sweetness. A little sweetness. Um, and that would probably be the blackberry. Mm-hmm. It's not as tart. Mm -hmm. So for me, when I think about Mar Marlowe's, they're really tart. Tart, yeah. Mm-hmm. But this one gives me a nice jam feel. 
So, if I was drinking this, like if we were here, we just mm -hmm. had a party, I would open this up a little bit more, right? Okay. I will put it in a decanter. Okay. Let it get some more air mm -hmm. before we tap into it. Okay. Um, I want it to breathe some more. Like okay. this one has to breathe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. However, for a Merlot, it's extremely, to me, sweeter than any Merlot that I've ever had. This okay. brand particularly? This brand particularly. Okay. okay. And so I put it right after the Villa M mm -hmm. because it has an undertone of sweet. Mm -hmm. But if you're gradually trying to get into drier wines, mm -hmm. for some reason, this Merlot is a good one. Okay. I was a little bit nervous at first. But I kept drinking it and kept drinking it. And I was just like, this is like a decent Merlot. Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. I don't want to spend a whole bunch of money on a varietal. Right, right. So when I say varietal, I know I didn't throw that term out here yet. But we're about to start talking about varietal. Especially okay. when we're in red wine. So yeah. this varietal is a Merlot. Okay. The first one that we have, the is a sweet red. So it's gonna it's a blend of different types of okay. reds, right? Okay, okay. The next one is a Cabernet varietal. Mm -hmm. The next one, um, the last one we're going to taste is a blend. I was going to ask about that because I remember, so I remember I was out on a date and I asked the surfer, just give me, give me a red wine. Just you pick. And so what I tried to do was like by mm -hmm. tasting it, guess what varietal okay. it was. Uh-huh. And I guessed a Merlot, but it was a blend. So I was going to ask more about those because it just seemed like they're they're kind of similar or it was something about it. So, hmm. And maybe it's just this brand. That so this is not, this is, this is a Merlot. This is the Merlot. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. So I'm saying like maybe it's this brand that made it seem similar or whatever I was drinking. I just felt like it was kind of similar but yes. or whatever maybe that's right. my question what made them what made me feel like they were similar but maybe because in that blend it maybe had Merlot more Merlot oh, okay. in it or it had hints of something else that mm -hmm. made you have it so for this one again undertones of um, blackberry for sure mm -hmm. all throughout but then you have the fig that maybe hits at the end mm -hmm. um the jammy part yeah. I'm still trying to figure out where it's coming from because mm -hmm. it, it's it's the jammy is the sweetness of it. And it yeah. could be the hints of the shade chocolate mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. notes of toasted oaks okay. maybe in okay. it. Um, but I think it pairs very well with something if you try with the strawberry. Okay. Right? Um, I didn't put any um, blackberries on the ta table, but when you do tastings or if you're trying to learn more about tastings, mm -hmm. all about trying different fruits and vegetables with and the wine with the wine mm -hmm. but also so you can understand what something tastes like and mm -hmm. when you're looking at the wine you're like okay i can get this from the wine ah okay so what do you think about the marlo it was a little I sketchy like a little scared to put it on the board but mm -hmm. i knew i had to i had to give something that's different mm -hmm. but also a good segue like if somebody I would recommend this type of Merlot for someone that's want to get into the dry wine. This is it for me. Like I now we're getting to like this is taking me back to drinking those wines because Apothic actually was one of the wines that I got. It was a red bottle though, so it may have been a cab. It either or might have been the cab or mm -hmm. the blend. Okay, so it might have been the blend then. Okay. 
So it's taking me back to that moment when I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do with all this wine? And then I was like, actually, I'm going to drink all this wine. And then, so. This is actually one of my favorite Merlots that I've tried. Really? Yeah, because like normally pretty much dry. Yeah. And it yeah. like a dry after yeah. you can drink some water <laughs> or something afterwards, but mm-hmm. this one has a nice smooth finish afterwards yeah. too. Silky. Yes. Silky. Yeah. That is a, such silky. a good word. I love that. It does feel silky. Silky. Because I was going to say, when we come back to like how it feels like in my mouth. Yep. <laughs> no, that's like, how does it feel like in my mouth? Yeah. So it's like silky, smooth. It's not like the. it's so funny because like what's the aftertaste is not like saying like drink more, drink more, like the sweet wine. Mm-hmm. But it's like appreciate this more. Appreciate, appreciate like, it a little bit just, more. Just enjoy this. <laughs> and so the thought of me enjoying it, I'm like, okay, now I'm gonna drink more so I can enjoy the moment more. So that's what yes. this is giving me. When I, think, when I think about this, I'm thinking about being in a formal gala. Yes, like super tall. Yes, yes, yes. Very well, wait till we get to quilt. Oh my gosh, you I think can't. that you gotta think that this is like. The formal, mm-hmm. when you think being a gamer, wait till you get to Quilt, because Quilt is like, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I, you know, when we talk about the price, so I didn't even tell you the price of Villa M. That's part of my whole segment, too. Villa M. You can probably get that for $15.99. Nice. Right? And so I purchased Villa M from Giant Eagle. That's amazing. Um, Market District ones, mm-hmm. probably the better mm-hmm. ones to kind of find that one at. Yeah. They have it at some of your local other grocery stores, too. Mm-hmm. Apothic, I'm uh, pretty much you can find it at any grocery store. And I bought this they one. They have a, um, Apothic at the Dave's. Yeah. Too, I mean, so. Yes. So you can pretty find Apothic anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, Apothic Marlowe as well. Um, this one was twelve ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Um, did I mention I don't think so. But it can range anywhere from ten ninety nine to about fifteen ninety nine. No, like twenty seven bucks. No, <laughs> you guys, wines can be very. That's yeah. what I want to do. I want it to be accessible. You don't have to bake, break the bank every time you go to the store and you want wine to find something that you like. Okay. And you don't have to do that. And you know what? Just to just to pinpoint on that and give an example like that, Villa M. I like that just as much as I like the Cooper's Hawk Romance Red. So. Why would I drive all the way to Cooper's Hawk to get that when I can go to my grocery store and get that and cheaper because I know the bottle at like Cooper's Hawk is probably like $28 or whatever. So this is like mm-hmm. a, a, the same taste almost with a cheaper alternative. Like who wouldn't, who wouldn't want that? Exactly. So what would you say this would be best paired with? Or Merlot. Yes. Your dark meats. Yes, ma'am. Your dark a meat. good steak. A good steak. Okay. Um, I would even take it, not just even a steak. Okay. Short ribs. Oh. Yeah. Right? You so told me. I'm so When you cook your short <laughs> ribs. short ribs. Most people put some cooking red mm-hmm. wine. Mm-hmm. Or if you like me, and I'm cooking wine. No, I'm going to use wine that I get from here. I want real wine. I don't want yeah. cooking, cooking yeah. wine. Yeah. But my love. Char Marlowe and your short ribs, right? And then pair, drink that um, short rib. I mean, eat your short rib <laughs> with the Marlowe that you used to help yeah, cook to help your cook short it. rib. Oh my gosh, I love that. And the reason why I said not just a steak, but I think Marlowe pairs well with something that's savory, mm-hmm. specifically this one, 
Because it's already jammy and silky. Yeah. That if you pair it with a short rib mm -hmm. combo with polenta, mm -hmm. it'd be really good. Or something mm -hmm. that a lot of people could cook a little bit on a daily basis or mm -hmm. once a month is pot roast. Yeah. Oh, well, of course. We love Not that. Western style pot roast with the, uh, the pepper, mm -hmm. the... The peppers in it, the uh -huh. yellow peppers, but more of a traditional southern potatoes and carrots. Potatoes and carrots. Okay. Yep, that's okay. what I will say because it's already that comfort mm -hmm. food, mm -hmm. and I will pair this very well with something that's comfort, and then top it up with a nice biscuit. Come on, but <laughs> I just needed the permission. Yes, we've talked about, or I've mentioned, um, Cooper's Talk specifically as a winery, mm -hmm. and we've talked about some wineries as well. What would you say, what have been some wineries that you've been to, obviously Napa, but like locally, yeah. that would be like great for people to visit? All right. Um, well, I'm black. Mm -hmm. I like to support a lot of people that's black. Mm -hmm. So I would say Magnum Wine Beauty. Okay. They have their own wines. Mm -hmm. um, I have, I tried their Cabernet. Mm -hmm. Love it. I have their Moscato Diasi over here. Oh, that nice. I cannot wait to try mm -hmm. um they have a gateway red so mm -hmm. it's like sweet um but it's a nice bridge way if you're really trying to get into red wine mm -hmm. um that is really good and they have a lot of different wines that you could go into their store mm -hmm. that you sometimes can't find in um a grocery store. A grocery store. So okay. I have my wine membership with them. Okay. I like to support black owned. Yeah. I get the variety, the Shelly's Choice variety, so I can get a mix of all different types of wines that they have. Nice. They also have um, red wines. You can be a part of the red wine collection, the sweet wine collection, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or the variety c c collection, or the all white wine. Okay. So it's really affordable. I pay $40 a month. I get two bottles of wine, mm -hmm. and in November... Sometimes you get three if yeah. they have a holiday thing. They have, yeah. So just like Cooper's Hawk, but black owned it better. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Say the name of that place again. It is called Magno Wine Boutique. Okay. And they also have their wine called, um, their brand Magna Wine. Okay. Okay. Yep. Um, Perfect. Dre and Oh, shout out to them. Tell them I said, Say hi. I'm I always sure promoting will. them. Uh, but... If you want to go to a winery, they have their wine there. Mm -hmm. They also have a wine shop, boutique. I highly recommend them here. Mm -hmm. If you also looking for another, it's Women's History Month. Get over to Cleveland Urban Winery. Of course. Oh, so that's in my neck of the woods. Yes. Love that. Um, I live right up the street from them. Yes, it's owned by a woman. Her mission, her passion, they do all their wines inside of... They make all their wines there. Mm -hmm. um, my favorite is the Blackberry Merlot. Mm, okay, that sounds uh -huh. delicious. Yes. So the next, like, I'm trying to figure out my tasting. So next mm -hmm. one, I'm to, like all of her uh, wines that yeah. I like from there. So for uh, last year, for friend, not friends, getting um, Galentine's, I took a few of my friends there. We did a private tasting. Oh, with nice. Myself. I curated the tasting for them to try different wines. Yeah. They had a great time. And so I highly recommend Cleveland Urban Winery as well. All righty. Nice. All right. Anybody want to revisit the Marlowe? Yeah. That way you can sit in, drink a little bit more, yeah. get you a little snack, and no then problem. pick it back up again. And so normally I do um, six wines. That's good. But I did four today. Mm -hmm. 
And so if you book with me, typically you're gonna get six ones. Hey, Nautica here. So we're going to end this episode. I would like to thank Asia and you guys, the listeners, for tuning in to this week's episode. Um, I will have everything that we discussed in the bottom, in the description. Feel free to follow Asia. Feel free to look into the Black-owned winery if you're in the Cleveland area. And feel free to follow me and share this episode. Comment below, too. What type of wines do you guys typically drink? Thank you guys so much for joining me this week. I will see you next time. Or actually, you'll hear me next time. (laughs) Bye.